Hi everyone, welcome to Table for Two, Season 11. Can you believe it? Season 11. Today marks my, I, got it, I wrote it down, I hope I have that piece of paper. This is my 285th show. 11, 11 seasons. It's amazing. I'm really excited to be here and be back for our 11th season. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Wazotsky Tea. For those who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect Flavors and Perfect for Pesach, and I run cooking competitions all over the country, and I love to travel. And I love sharing all my adventures on Instagram, Facebook, a little bit of TikTok, (laughs) Uh, all the platforms, but especially right here on our Nachum Siegel Network. I'd love to hear about your experiences too. You can email me at naomi at nachumsegel.com. But I have a little confession to make. I literally have not opened that email in like six months. (laughs) because um, I'm, I don't know how I got locked out and I keep forgetting to ask. So you can email me and Imritz Hashem the next week, I'm going to get that, that email opened. It's not good. <laughs> but I really, I know when everyone wants to reach me, they Instagram me or they email me and I on my nznachman at gmail.com. Um, so I'm really excited to, to be here. Um, so if you have any f- great food experiences, this should be a conversation. If you'll eat it, share it. I'd love to hear about it. Today's lineup is going to be absolutely fantastic for our new season. We've got on the phone with us, we've got Bosmart Levy. She's the head of inter- the international division of Wazotsky's Tea in Israel. She's live in Israel. It's um, a little bit later on in the day for her us than it is for us here in New York. And I've got cookbook author and entrepreneur, Rifki Kleiman. I say entrepreneur because she bought her spice line. We've had you on for the books, but we haven't had Rifki on talking about the spice line. And we cannot have a show about on Tishrei without the one and only Alex Rappaport from Must Be. I think we have you on every every Rosh Hashanah and every Thank era of Pesach, right? To share the love of what you do for the to feed the needy of New York. So I, I, I'm like, ZK, I can't believe it, right? You can see I'm like, so happy to be here. Um, we're actually recording this show uh, in the Keiko offices. Uh, I recorded for CBS this morning a segment on honey uh, at the brand new kosher.com kitchen. So they asked me to do it and I said, the only way I can be in two places at once is if we bring the whole gang here. So I asked CK if he could come to Bayonne instead of the five towns. Was it a hard commute? It was about the same, an hour and an hour? Yeah, okay, thank you. Everyone give ZK a clap for coming out here. We really appreciate it. Um, okay, and I have my guest. So, Bosma uh, didn't have to travel anywhere. She gets to say, are you sitting at home drinking a cup of tea right now? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's like 8.30, 25 p.m. Okay, great. And okay. I'm having my favorite tea. Which one is your favorite uh, tea? Me. Which one's yours? Uh, I have a good story about it, but we're talking today about almond charm. Oh, we're talking about just um, almond charm. Hmm. That, almond that works charm for tea, me. It, yes, that's herbal infusion uh, tea, new introduced in the U.S. Um, and actually, this item was um, introduced to the in Israel many, many years ago, maybe fifteen or eighteen years ago. It was really hidden on the shelf; nobody knew about this item. Um, the good story is that during COVID, beginning of COVID, um, like March, 2020. April 2020. Yeah, infamous uh, days. I to, yeah, I, I, I started to get some weird call from neighbors, from my Pilates trainers, <laughs> somebody, who had, somebody who had yoga uh, studio around me, and they all knew I'm uh, working for Visotsky, and they asked me, why are you out of stock with Almond Charm? I'm like, what is Almond Charm? I'm working for the company for a year and a half, and I've never heard about this item. Okay. This item was ranked in our uh, ranking uh, items, maybe number 30 or 40 or something. Really? And all of a sudden, yeah, and it's been years. Um, I'll shortcut the um, where we are today. It's number four <gasps> from all 
the um, I think 105 items we have out there in the market. That's fantastic. Almond Charm now is number four, top it's, five. It's number one for me. I literally when <laughs> I, number one for me too. I love the Almond Charm. I don't know, like it just came across. Like Kosher.com sent me a whole lot of teas. I opened this one up at random because I'm a big tea drinker. I'm Australian. We drink a lot of tea. And I'm like, oh, I love this one. And then I had my new son-in-law over, my daughter's new hu- new husband. She got married in j- June. And uh, he was all saying he loves it. So, like, we're going through this almond charm like crazy. And then I found out that it's now your number four item. We're going to push it to number one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming there. Um, and I can tell you what happened is people were so – Hello? Uh-oh. Oh, it says reconnecting. She's in Israel. We're here in Bayonne, New Jersey. Uh, wonder wonder what's going on here. Okay, well, we are talking about Wazotsky tea. I'm going to try taking that. Naomi, oh, I'm back. Oh, I my heard God. You. you could hear us and we couldn't hear you? Screaming, and I'm like, Naomi, Naomi, like nobody heard me. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, let's go um, back. So what happened is, so what happened is people started to post, where can I find these? um, uh, Somebody from Tel Aviv um, wrote a post. uh, If anyone in Tel Aviv can look in their local store, I would go anywhere to buy (gasps) this tea. So it created a whole buzz and people are like, what is Almond Charm? What is Almond Charm? And um, now it's in production. Every month we're producing. We used to produce it twice per month. Uh, Sorry, twice per year. And now we're producing it um, almost um, every other week. Amazing. Since it's number four and it's going up there. And about this uh, this item is, I think, the first thing, I'm sure, um, just opening the box, I think the first thing is the aroma. Yeah. When you smell, even before making the tea it reminds me uh some a danish pastry a croissant a biscotti it's there's warm. something about it it's that's a warm really feeling exactly uh and what is this tea is is um a rich taste of almonds combined with blend of fruits and spices and this all blend together um i usually make this tea as um as my dessert I don't want to eat something with calories, so I drink this uh, hot tea instead Some of a Danish. Without, <laughs> yeah, yes, and then I add I I drink soy milk, just okay. a little bit soy milk, and it's amazing. Oh, I should. Try. I so, usually have it plain, I, but I'll I'll try it with the soy milk. Try it. You should try it. It has delicious aroma. It has a delicious taste. It's herbal tea, so you know you can fit everyone. Zero calorie. That's the big thing. Zero okay. calorie after meal. Um, what? what? And, uh, What's yeah. number one, two, and three? Number one, very special to Israel market is um, Israel is very big in green tea. Bisotsky oh. has done yeah. an amazing job in the last decade educating consumers about the uh, health of a green tea. Yeah. Um, not many countries worldwide, including U.S., green tea is not more than 14% market share. In Israel, the green tea is almost 40% of the tea. <gasps> That's so interesting. Huge. So green tea, regular huge. tea or like a blend of green and something else? And that's interesting um, um, question. Um, we have in Israel over th- 33 different flavors for green tea. Oh, wow. Uh, the reason behind it is you can educate people that it's healthy, full and rich of antioxidant, but the green tea taste is very bitter. So... People want, you know, healthy, but it got to be tastes. So what Vysotsky was able to do in the last decade and a half is to develop so many flavors. So it's green tea with nana. You know our nana mint. Yeah, mint. I love uh, that. Mint, our mint is, is, let's say, number number two. Number one by far is the lemongrass verbana. <gasps> uh, green tea, lemongrass verbana. I'm writing by that far, down. It's the number one. I'm writing that down because yeah. I love lemongrass. Lemongrass. So it's a very unique item. Um, and then number three is ginger, eventually. Oh, interesting. With ginger. And ginger is a big trend. Yeah, yeah. It's also then we healthy. have the almond. Yeah, and then we have the almond charm and then all the black tea with Earl Grey. Okay. Which we also have a different different aroma. 
Yeah, I, I would I would say that Wazowski tea is probably the leading tea amongst Jewish families, right? Like exactly, exactly. Yeah. For the okay. and we are planning in the next year um, between Rosh Hashanah twenty twenty two Rosh Hashanah twenty twenty three to come up with full innovation um, plan with new products. Oh. Not saying anything right now, oh, but there's going to be a, a whole you, new, you'll tell a whole me first. new planogram. Yes, mm. a whole new planogram. If you look at the planogram, this Rosh Hashanah, just take a picture of the shelving. Take a look at it in a year from now. It's going to be totally different. Ooh. A lot of new items, new design. That's all I can say at this point. Oh, I can't wait to hear and can't wait to see and eat and drink. Exactly. All your exciting um, I, yeah, very exciting. And I would say one more thing about the almond charm. We have um, a lot of recipes for pastries and different um, things uh, you can bake based on this tea that gives it different taste and different aroma. I think one of our favorite is biscotti, and we are going to uh, publish a lot of them uh, for Rosh Hashanah uh, through uh, kosher.com. Okay, So fantastic. cookies, biscotti, and others, yeah. Delicious, and there's nothing better than taking a cho- chocolate chip biscotti and dipping it into an almond charm cup of Wazotsky tea. Exactly. <laughs> Yum. Exactly. Okay, I'm hungry. Can we just go ma- <laughs> Go order some now? <laughs> okay, we're only like 20 feet from the warehouse. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have you on again because I know that I would love to hear also about the history of the company and you know, so much more to share. So we're going to have sure. you back on another time, and we look forward to for that. sure. Thank you. Thank so, you so much. Thank you thank so much you. to Have our sponsor, Laila Tov. And Shabbat Shalom, right? Thank you. Shabbat Shalom. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay. Very nice. That's very nice to hear from people from Israel. Like support is, supporting Israeli businesses and delicious tea. And, of course, they in turn are supporting us here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And Wazotsky Tea is sponsoring this month's show. Um, all right. I'm just really excited to have – I must have said excited a lot, right? That How many means times? it's real. That means it's real because I'm like a straight cheater. When I'm excited, everybody knows. Like I'm like <laughs> in my seat. I'm in a swivel chair. For those who are watching on our Nachum Siegel Net uh, YouTube channel, like I'm, I have so much energy today that I'm like I can't sit still. I'm like I'm swinging here. I my, my when we do it at the at the studio also Oliver Shalom. The studio also had a swinging chair. I could move that. But I like that. I love a shalom. I love a shalom. I know. So I'm poor sad. studio. I know. A poor studio. But right. you know what? You're here. I'm here. I'm in New That's Jersey. Right. right. Thank you for both of you, Alex Rappel from Aspia and Rifki Kleiman, uh, joining me in the studio today. Uh, Rifki, how are you? I haven't seen you the whole I am summer. I'm doing great. You left one very important thing out when you were introducing me. Friend. 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 Most important, Super right? friends. <laughs> Super friends. And people don't know this. We're kind of related. Absolutely. Our husbands share an, an aunt from the other side. Like That's right. So the aunt, her husband's aunt was married to my husband's uncle. He's since passed away. But she's a legend. That's right. And Rifki's a legend. I really hope to see him when we go to Israel next. Um, okay. How are you? I am doing great and even better now that I made it here after that traffic that I had over the Bayonne Bridge. But it's got to be easier to come to Bayonne than from Lakewood than to Five Towns. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Not so much for you. Though. I would say like an Brooklyn, hour and yeah, ten. Right. How long did it take you, Alex? Half hour. Half hour? Oh. So this was a win. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So by me, it was still an hour and five, but a lot better than two and a half. Right. So, toda, yeah, you thank yeah. you. Muchas thank you. gracias. You know, it's all Hashem. <laughs> Hashem said, Naomi, you've got to go be on TV. It's going to, I found out about this yesterday. You're going to oh. do a TV segment. It's going to turn your day and your, like meaning Tuesday, because we're recording here on a Wednesday. Um, it's going to turn Tuesday upside down. It's going to make Wednesday upside down. But we're going to make it easy for everyone. And I had no traffic coming here. No, one, you had a little traffic, but it was so still happy. It was easy oh, it for was you to great come. Easy up for until you to the come. bridge. You yes. to come. We still had half our. You still had half your commute, so we're so happy. Um, Rifki, so let's talk about the phenomenon that you are. You are teacher turned sounding familiar. <laughs> teacher I know. turned cookbook author, but in between. 
you know, you've done your whole journey with you on Instagram and you, you write for Mishpacha. What turned you from a teacher into a writer for recipes for Mishpacha? So that is actually a fantastic question. Um, I, I gave teaching a really, really, really good shot and I taught for 20 years. And I have to say, I really left on top of my game, which is, is a good feeling. I always used to tell my peers, if you ever see me like, you know, kind of getting old and like done, give me the boot. And thank God the boot never came. Um, basically just, it wasn't working anymore. My husband was working far away from the house. He had a very long commute. And I was very much a believer that the children needed to have either a mother or a father to send the children off and then to welcome them home when they were done. And that was really where my journey began. Um, I left teaching. We were building a house. So I took a year sabbatical, so to speak. Um, I actually did have one day I was getting a manicure and one of my close friends meets me and she goes, so how is your sabbatical doing? Do you think you're going back in a year? And I had my middle child with me and she was like, no ma, you're not going back. I will pay you to stay home. And I, there was your answer. But I did think to myself was like, was I a horrible mom? I know I wasn't. I gave it my all. Yeah, your kids are wonderful. (laughs) But it showed me how my thought process of being there for the kids was so important. And so I did not end up going back. Um, I started to get bored. I'm like you. Can't really sit still for a very long time. And you know, Naomi and I do share this where we both were teachers. And I believe that teaching has a lot to do with the creative parts of our mind. And for me, cooking was always a passion from the time I was young. And literally, I was starting to get bored. And I got a phone call from one of the Glock sisters from Chicago. Their father owns the Besiakov there. And he was starting a project, the epic project called the Besiakov Cookbook. I got a phone call. 220,000 copies? So I would say the first one is probably closer to 300,000. They're in their 18th printing, something that I think all of us dream about. But it's just, it's so wonderful. I'm so proud of it. It's (laughs) amazing. I really am. It's something I'm so proud of. It's sprinkled with a lot of different recipes that were compiled from all over the world. And I have to be honest, an awful lot of my mother's favorites, my aunt's favorites, my sister's, mine, that we shared with the world. So So who made the connection between you and the Bisiaco? One of the Gluck girls, one of our big Gluck's daughters. Knows you? Knows me. Oh, okay. And she's best friends with my niece. Okay, there you go. (gasps) Yeah. She came to four different Shavabrachas that I had done. And she was like, I'm just curious if this is something up your alley. And I literally, I looked up and I said, Hashem, thank you. Because I knew I was looking to do something else. And it was just the beginning of a lovely journey. And I have tremendous hakaras hatov because it did open the door for a new career. Career. And that's how you end up with mishpacha? Correct. You know, I didn't know this. I'm asking even though I know you a long time, I didn't know this part of your story. Yeah. And I'm so glad <laughs> me and my audience, we get to listen to it together. Yes. It's terrific. As soon as it came out, I think Honey Nyman took a look-see through the book and she was like, I think this is good stuff. And I got a phone call. And I was so glad to come on board. Amazing. What a journey. Do you know how many yeah. recipes you've written? I mean, I would have no clue about my um, own. I have no clue. But what I did start to do is I did start to keep a oh, file. I've seen your file. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now since uh, graduated to, you know, the largest binders that yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah, I saw that at I your house. I have two largest binders that are getting ready to start the third. Um, and I'm so grateful. Yeah, I keep mine in my computer. Like I just have them in there. Mine are a mishmash. I think that's that little age difference that you go straight to the computer and I go straight to but, a piece but, of but paper. But we're the same age. I think, I think no, you're a drop younger. I think I'm a drop older. No. I think you're a drop younger. Okay, we're going to talk about yeah, this we'll later. Talk about not this. on the air. <laughs> uh, 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 on, not on, yeah. Who, take a guess. Who's older and who's younger? We're the same age. Okay. You know what? That's good. We're going to take a poll. <laughs> Let's see what comes An Instagram in. poll. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe some doctor. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> Amazing. So now you've you've written books. Um, you are monthly, at least once a month, got a, your own spread. Uh, now we've gone into a whole new industry. Is that amazing? I'm talking to an entrepreneur herself. Right, right. But, but I've never done it. I'm actually waiting for your son. We're going to make our own. You know, oh, little, absolutely. We're talking about stuff. Um, but you, you've done a spice line. Absolutely. It all began really, my whole MO with my two books, Simply Gourmet, Turning Into Simply, all about good food, food that speaks to you and feels comfortable. But it always has that little gourmet edge. But come on, we're all, we're fast paced. Nobody's her, got time. Her books are amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. She's been on the show before. You can listen to her interviews. I think your first interview, you came to the studio on the Lower East Side when That's you did right. Simply Gourmet. Both books are amazing. I think I, I interviewed you last season about Simply. Do you remember when you were away in. New Zealand or something, and we did... Australia. Oh, Australia. Close. Come on. They're next door neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually had done a, an interview on Simply. When, when I you was were in there. Australia? Yes. We have a picture. I'm going to pull it up. ZK, that's so funny. We must have done a Zoom. We did. We okay. absolutely did. Okay. I they think are we did fabulous. it live on Instagram. That's what we did. Oh, we did a live on Instagram. Yes. Okay. Okay. That, that's definitely And possible. you know what? It shows our love for everyone and how they love us back. Do you know how many people sent me, uh, they screenshotted us together on the screen. On the screen. And sent me pics. Thank you. It's very, I love when everyone gets in. They love to see us together. Right. Like other cookbook authors. But look, every page has got a beautiful picture, a recipe that is, this is the teacher in Rifki and, and a little, also my book is the same way. It's broken down each direction. There are so many cookbooks where it's one giant paragraph. I can't look at it. I'm like, whoa, where do I start? And I have to put a ruler underneath to see where I'm up to. This is spaced with a one, a two, a three, like with a line. The, the um, ingredients are in a column, shaded. It's so user-friendly, especially if a lot of young brides that want to use a good cookbook. It's a really nice layout. So, and gorgeous pictures by. In the first one, it's the first by one is Moshe Welliger, and the second is Chai Berger. Chai Berger, yes. And both, I have to say, both great friends and both absolute talents. So, so, how did this whole spice line come up? So the spice line came up interestingly when I was getting ready and prepping for my launch party for the Simply Gourmet. Um, I was working on my swag, and it was really cute because Renee Muller, who's my stylist, we love and a Renee. good friend, she's absolutely She's come on great. the show too. Yeah. So she was like, Rifki, I absolutely love your meat rub. I call it Rifki's Magic Meat Rub. Can you prepare that for everybody and put it in the swag? And I was oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. that is genius. Yeah. That is genius. I remember that. And f when I actually, um, Art Scroll held off the release date of my book by one day because I did the YTT Expo, we sold 650 or 750 copies that night. Art Scroll was very happy, if I may say so. And what I did was I prepared my friend Esther Rowe, another Mishpacha columnist who it's is so salsa. creative, has her beautiful donut walls. So I actually had samplings for everybody to take home of a recipe in the book on the donut wall. And so began, like, so many people would call me up and say, I need a refill, I need a refill, can I pick it up? And I was like, oh, that's not for sale. And that's kind of what, like, put the little idea into my mind. And I also love the concept that it's a recipe in a bottle, exactly like it says on Explain, the, yeah, so let's elaborate okay? a little bit on so that. So we have two different, so to speak, parts of the line we have where it's a recipe in a bottle if you come up close and you see the words the recipe have to be actually like <laughs> you know what i actually have this is going to be helpful i actually brought some gifts for naomi oh the large ones ah. so we don't run out but we have the the recipe in a bottle the beauty of a recipe in a bottle is all you need is olive oil 
and your recipe in a bottle. Now, I will tell you, I've been playing just because I play in the kitchen just like you do, but that's all you need. You can literally take a little bit of olive oil, your spice, and not only that, we give you the exact directions, teacher and me coming out again, making sure that you know how to do it in your house, and it'll come out perfect every time. Not only that, we have little icons on every bottle letting you know what it's going to work best with. So let's say here we have the big bold barbecue. This is awesome on beef, on poultry, and on vegetables. Do you know what I do with vegetables? This is a new one. You got to try it at home. I actually will use the big bold barbecue. I'll throw it in with a brand new sibling, which new? is you have a new line well, that's come out. So actually, you have this already. These I are have, our sensational samples. seasonings. But I will tell you, and we're not going to tell anybody else this, but you'll be the first to know. Table, just us, just on table for two, just us, table our for audience two. and Alex. Exactly. We MCK. are actually coming out with a new recipe in a bottle. It is a don't really have the name yet, but it is a brown sugar and bourbon that I am, oh my gosh, it is so brown spectacular, sugar brown sugar and bourbon. Very good, and it's, very good combination. They work very well together. Molasses in the brown exactly. sugar. Exactly. And it's high in the bourbon content, just saying. So Boy, you're going to be so happy. It is awesome on veggies, on fish, on chicken, oh, nice. on beef. It is off Very the charts, nice. that is going to be another one of your brand new best friends, OMG. We also have um, a new sensational seasoning, but for right now, we'll keep that under wraps. But what I love to do is I will take my big, bold barbecue. I will take my smoky coffee. I will take my chili lime and throw chili a my little favorite. bit. Absolutely. I'll throw a little chipotle on it, and it adds warmth. Chipotle in with the other spices. Yes. So this is like a booster. Exactly. I love that word. This is a booster to that. Exactly. You want to kick up the chili lime. Ramp it up. Absolutely. This is so cool. Do you have the, the, ch the chipotle yet? I'm not sure. <gasps> I know I know. Moishi sent me that one, the white one. Okay, so this is the parsley salt. This, this is the garlic salt with a twist. Yeah, what is, it? What is that? So basically, mean? parsley salt, I think, has become like a regular. Everybody is familiar with parsley salt. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, with a, uh, I meant a garlic salt. Garlic salt. We, garlic we need salt. to like scratch it from the record and start again. Yeah. Parsley <laughs> salt so is... Totally and completely like, it's become like part of everyone's lineup in my humble opinion. What is a twist, generally? It's a variation. What is it? Well, it could be a variation or when you're taking a cocktail with a twist, it's going to be your citrus. Ah. Oh. So could you imagine oh, I didn't, garlic I didn't. salt with a twist of, of, a, of, of, of your citrus. citrus off the charts? Off the charts. Have you used this yet? I haven't, I haven't used <gasps> okay. it yet. Okay, this is going to become Ricky, your brand new baby. It. Open it up and smell it. I've been three months. <laughs> I know, you've been running. I've, I've been globetrotting. You have been globetrotting. Um, you know, I did a show, my, the last show that aired of mine, I recorded in a city called Rouen in France. Oh, wow. Rouen in France. And that's where Tosfos sat and wrote. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, it was very cool. Was First of all, smell it. I right. need your reaction. Oh my god! My come on, put your my my my, my uh, glands. Is that amazing? Juicy. My mouth is watering. My glands <laughs> make my mouth water. You can taste it. Okay, That's how insane it is. This is so good on popcorn. Tell me I about it. I feel like it. you can put this on popcorn. Yeah, absolutely. So this is just Do like you know salt. Miriam Pascal Cone. That's her favorite. Okay, so so you can just sprinkle on popcorn. You can sprinkle it. On like just like in a it salad. Exactly. Do you know that? I, I'm feeling like lemon juice. Lemon juice. I always add a touch of salt. Of course. Olive oil. Of I have course. any dressing. So do you know what I just did for Mishpacha? I had a spread last week, last week's last licks grilling set. And I actually did a white wine, garlic, and lemon um, chicken. Garlic. A chicken cutlet. With this. This was part of it. With fresh garlic, white wine, extra splash of lemon, off the charts. And look at the back. I actually developed a vinaigrette and a creamy dressing. 
that you can utilize this with. This creamy dressing looks insane. I'm telling you. Two thirds of a cup of mayo, one quarter of a cup of non-dairy milk. By the way, I love oatmeal. Geffen makes a really good the oatmeal. oat milk? Is, oh my is gosh. Off the chart. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I don't like, I love milk, milk, cow milk. But Me too. the only other milk, not, when I needed a parva milk, I'm now obsessed with the Geffen oat milk. Two tablespoons of maple syrup and one tablespoon salt. One tablespoon of garlic salt with a twist. Whisk well. That's it. There you have it. Four ingredients you know what I'm for off the charts. That is, I want you to know, this is great on fish. It is great on chicken. It is like everything. You sprinkle it on your vegetables off the charts. You need nothing else but olive oil. Just be generous on vegetables because it, it that's for you, honey. Yeah, You'll take it home. Okay. Now give a whiff of Am I going to start crying? No, not at all. Because this like, is like a spicy. smoky, warm, Ready? it's not spicy. And that's why I'm glad you said it. This is a smoky, it adds yeah, warmth yeah. and not heat. Just understand that that's the way you need to utilize it in a recipe. I feel like you need to make a bracha. When you smell something. I love that. I think that's the best reaction. Can I just have a moment to say that I never thought I'd smell again. I had corona in March of 2020 and I lost my smell for a year. Wow. And like another reason to thank Hashem. It's not lost on me that to to be able to smell something again is like a huge, especially doing what I do. I did lose my taste. Do you know that Hashem blessed me like that as well? My taste never went. My smell went, but not for a I lost a year. my taste for like three hours. Oh, I... It came back like that afternoon. Wow. But my smell did not. This is like, I have to keep smelling it because it's smoky. Is that beautiful? It's chipotle. It's a little paprika It's it's but got It's got a little of the chili, but it's it's just off the charts. You are going to, I'm telling you, I'm expecting you're going to send me a picture or just a voice uh-huh. note like Ricky. <laughs> People know that I love Rifki Spice. I tag her on my Instagram account all the time how much I love her spices. And when I went to Israel, uh, back in whenever I went, last December, I said, Rifki, I really need something to take to my kids and they love it also. Let's talk about the box sets as well. Okay, absolutely. So we have for right now, we're actually, we got some really good stuff on the horizon because we're working on some insane gifts that I can't wait to share. Um, Right over here, we happen to have a, I think I'm going to just pop it open. Um, It is, actually, you know what? I'm going to turn it around. This is our recipe in a bottle gift set that has the three recipe in a bottles, okay? Um, We are working on actually having inclusions of the sensational seasonings because that's what they are over sensational. here sensational come on doesn't that it just has like a ring sensational seasonings right we're gonna make up yeah. a little song we're yeah. gonna make up a cheer exactly um here we have a really nice it's a set where you have envelopes and do you want me to open it up are people if actually you, watching? Like. What about those? Uh, is that, that are, inside there? So actually it is not because these are envelopes that uh. are two servings. Oh, let's, two let's have a look. servings. Um, I'm going to let you see, like can just I do that? slice I'm gonna, it. I have a Absolutely. Pen. While you do that, I'm just going to turn this around. This is brand new on the market where we introduced it this past summer where we have four ounce bottles of all of Ooh, our spices. Risky. Yeah, so this is great. It's a sampler packet. Like, show everyone. Exactly. Okay, here we go. These are perfect. Chili lime. Can't live without this. Can't live without this. Put it on everything. You and most of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think there's another company, something with a T and a J. So I will tell you, but uh, you know what? It was Trader Joe's. Those. I never use their spices. Uh, I, I, I never want, did. I want to do a Trader Joe's challenge. I mean, I never, I, I love Trader Joe's and I love their product. It's a different product. You know, the, what's the the, te, the tahine that everybody is into, which is really I got mine in way Mexico. more, um, it's it's very much the citrus. You are tasting the, the lime, lime yeah. and it's all about the lime and the lime citrus flavoring. That when you taste this chili lime, it's, it's just, it's telling a story. Yeah. It's not just lime. It's an explosion of different flavors that just takes you and your food to a different stratosphere. Yeah. This is amazing. The big bulb barbecue. I put this on my steaks 
I make it's a just flat London broil every Shabbos. There you go. And the smoky coffee. And on can ribs. I tell everyone a secret that many people might not know? Sure. I am a very big believer, and I know you are as well, because we all know that the secret to spectacular food is layering your flavors with salt. I like to actually, instead of breaking out where, trust me, I should already have taken out stock in kosher salt, but sometimes I'm lazy and I don't want to have to bring out a million things. I will start off by hitting my fish, my chicken, my poultry, by uh, meats with either the, one of the three sensational seasoning, but lightly. And that can be your beginning. In, in other words, instead of taking out salt, pepper, your your uh, paprika, yeah, yeah, yeah. your... That's actually very nice, a nice thought because you have so many people who tell me, Naomi, you always start with, you fry your onions, you add a little bit of salt, right? Exactly. But now instead of salt, and they say, well, you know, we're older, we can't eat so much salt. Well, I'm going to tell them they can heat it up with some Exactly. Spice. I just say, hit it up with a little and then later on, because what you're doing at the beginning is not going to be the essence of your flavor. Later on... Building it in layers. Amazing. Rifki, this is fantastic. Thank Beautiful you. gift packs. These and right I'm, I'm going to call these travel packs, these sachets. For Naomi Nachman travel. Genius. Nah. Naomi Nachman's going to take that home so she can travel with yeah, that. Yeah, my next trip. <laughs> my next trip to Italy on Kosher these, River Cruises. These are also because they are powdered and they're also great for, you know, traveling. And here we have also a three set of the original Recipes in a three. bottle, and those big three are the three that you see over here, but they're the larger size bottles. Amazing, amazing. And because Naomi is Naomi, she gets the Uber. The, she the gets Uber. the Uber. Uh, I go through like the Costco size, so all right? Especially now, especially <laughs> now, because I'm, I'm going to be home for Yontif, so I'm going to be cooking. I'm going to go through That's it. why I'm so happy we're doing this, because yes, I think when you're getting ready for Yontif shopping and Yontif cooking, hello. I get a lot of spices. <laughs> I get a lot of spice rubs sent my way. Yours are number one. You know, you know, you see. For those of you who are only listening, I just blew Naomi a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you, you. Rifki. Thank you for so much coming on the show. I'm so excited that you were here. Hope you'll stick around. You'll talk with us. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. You have done a lot of work with Alex. That's why I walked in. I was so excited. I was like, we're on this together because like, we all have history. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Hi, Alex. It's hello, nice to hello. have you with Rifki. Sure, and, and we actually have people who make donations. They go on our website, musbia.org, and they go to the store and they buy only her spices. Like, there's so many books to choose ta- from, and ta- they go ta- to take that, and they make I 180 donations so, to get this. So hold on, let's hold that. Yeah, I'm going to quickly introduce you, and you're going to continue that thought, but talk about it from the beginning. That sure. process of the books. I've, joining me is the uh, founder, executive director, boss man, everything. Amazing chief marketing officer. He's, he could cook if we let him. <laughs> if he needed to, he'd, he'd cook. Uh, Alex Rappaport, Alexander Rappaport of uh, Must Be. I'm thrilled to have you here uh, once again. Um, big sponsor of Table for Two as well. Um, and thank you for coming to Bayonne. And thank you for having me. And thank you for everything you do for us and helping us. And then you actually introduced us to Rifki and right, the kind of everything that, that comes together. What we try to do all the time is feed people. So, yes, you guys write books, have product. You actually, people hire you to get to, to feed them, right? To get to get them things good. But we take care of the charity side for people who cannot afford to get, to make their yom to, to people who cannot afford a meal at the end of the day. So, Masbia, Masbia now has three locations: two in Brooklyn, one in Queens. We're open five days a week. In the Borough Park, one is actually open seven days a week because we're open on Shabbos and on Yom Tov. Explain how that works to be open on Shabbos. So that's one of the biggest challenges, but also the most fulfilling. I remember we we were doing a lot of test runs. One of the first things we were ever doing is being open on Rosh Hashanah many, many years ago. And, you know, I have my own Rosh Hashanah, and I was, like, at home. But I said that, you know, after the second night davening, let's go see how Masbia is running. We had a lot of staff there. Um, I come in, and there was this single mother with her four teenage daughters sitting at a soup kitchen, 
for Yantav meals. Yeah. And we had all the Shekhianos and all the beautiful stuff and all the, you know, all the Simonim foods and all everything. So we had a beautiful thing there going on. But to just see that, and that was, our, I think it was our first Yantav we were ever open, just to see that, to see a regular Borough Park mother being Yantav night at a soup kitchen. Yes, we prepared for it for weeks ahead of time. But to just see that is something will never go out of my mind. To just see that, that it, actually there is a person who had nowhere to go, had no plans, and just ended up at a soup kitchen, or uh, they say in Hebrew, at Tamchuy or Baisa Tafshul, and to eat Yantav now. So we try to take away that tabooness and that stigma and make it really beautiful, make it really nice, and, and kind of make it, you know, you know when you make something for the klal, for the general public, you try to make all the you know, traditional foods, because it's one person expects this, another person expects that. So we have all kinds of simonim platters, let's say for Rosh Hashanah, and all kinds of different traditional foods and everything. And doing that, we do it with the help of the public. Like, we are almost entirely, we keep our lights open with the help of the general public coming to our website, and that's what I mentioned before. The now we're going to tie it into <laughs> Rifki's book, and, and so, Perfect Flavors also, we did sure, it. And so, if it's okay, I would love to interject and say, after getting to meet Alex and hearing all about what you do from Naomi, I know myself and many others, we are also contributors. We're not just people that our books are available, but we actually physically constantly donate. physically donate. I did want to put that out there. Sure, and we appreciate that, and we appreciate you introducing us to other people who also come to donate. In Chazal, there is a saying in the Talmud, Gudel Hama'asa Yoisim and Oisim, the people, the influencers, the people who make other people act, is almost bigger than the act itself. So kind of so to us both are important. Yes, we need a lot of resources. So just to get you an idea of what we need for just Tishrei, we expect to do we now do a lot of packaged food and food deliveries to people to, to homes and people to pick up. We expect to do from the beginning of next week till the end of Simcha story, expect to do sixteen thousand five hundred packages. Sixteen Who's making this? Where are you doing this? Where are you? So, so we have three locations plus the warehouse where we're table for two was. I remember, remember that. that we, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was right before Pesach. Yes, and and then we we anticipate to do thirty two yomtiv meals. So if we start from Rosh Hashanah till Shabbos Bereishis, if you count all the Shabbos and yomtiv meals, including Chalamoid and everything. There's 32 meals. <laughs> Rifki, does that scare you? <laughs> no! 32 meals. Look at me. I'm rolling up yeah, my sleeves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to do it, but... You know Shem what? We figure the energy. We That's figure right. it out. And you can cook on Yontif. That's right. This year is a good year for that, but on the other hand, there's a problem. Why? If you can cook on Yontif means all the people who work... Let's say a graphic artist, let's say a plumber, electrician, uh, a car service driver, they have no work days. So they start Rosh Hashanah, by the time it's Sukkot or Chalamod, they haven't been working for almost a month. Remind my husband about that. <laughs> now for people who are, are more on a long-term salary or you know on a fixed salary, it's one thing, but the people who are kind of like they need hand to mouth what, what, but what's it called when you're you're outside um consultants gig, consultants you're not making money on days you don't uh, work exactly so we call it the gig economy right people get these little gig, pro- gig yeah they get these little projects like yeah, i got a what gig yeah paid by the hour oh, and that's it yeah. like ck like right coming to table for two independent, independent contractor independent is a gig right like okay so those people are regular families who like throughout, the, throughout the year could be, yeah. So throughout the year, think of it. How many chops can you do when there's so much yomtev and all the and very little, uh, right? Chopping in the kitchen, making food. <laughs> that you could do, but you cannot be, there's no events, right? There are no bar mitzvah chop competitions during Tishrei, oh, right? Right. So even, even during the week, it's quite, yeah. Exactly. So, so, so what, what the, the idea is that we anticipate the need to grow meaning to say families that throughout the year can come but get by, they're just at the borderline. Now during the of season, they need help with food. So we 
kind of figured out between the 16,500 packages that we're preparing and the 32 yont of meals that we're going to do at the three locations, we are raising 1,400,047,200 dollars to cover just our Tishrei. So we put up a campaign. One million. Let's say that again. Let's say one point five. One point. One point four four seven two zero zero. Right. One so, point. They they need one point five million dollars right now to get them through Tishrei yeah, to, to feed hungry, hungry Tishrei. One month. Tishrei. One month. One month to feed hungry one month. Month. people. And and that's that's in in pounds. It's almost um, pound for dollar. It's about. That amount of pounds, like 1.5 million pounds of food that we will be distributing. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it roughly interchanges that way. It depends. I mean, obviously, now, if you go to the grocery, I, I made a joke last night, potatoes are now $2 a pound, and avocados are going cheap, so I said, maybe we yeah, make avocado kugel. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, you should know avocados are a dollar. Yeah. They were now like $3 a couple months, like a couple right, weeks right. ago. Right, so avocados are on their way down. Potatoes are kind of the end of last year's harvest now, right? Because, you know, let's say Idaho potatoes are harvested in October, so now it's kind of the end of their their year, so to speak, so it's expensive. Eggs are expensive. So yeah. so kind of the basic foods that people um, use to make yomtev is very expensive this year. Everything's gone up like crazy. I mean, we would have this problem, just say there was no corona, wish, wishful thinking there was no corona, right? Things go up, things are more expensive, yomtev time in any case. But now with this big inf- you know, increase yeah. from corona, inflation, on inflation food. Right. and and what we feel with the inflation. So it's one thing that somebody buys some organic strawberries and it's you know fifty cents more, a dollar more, a pint. But no, eggs is a few hundred percent. These are basic foods. Potatoes, that's a few hundred percent. If you're used, we're all to, old enough. Do you remember uh, when eggs were ninety nine cents a dozen? Exactly. It wasn't that long uh, ago, uh, like like last year. We yeah, <laughs> we paid the farmer in the beginning of COVID. Less than a dollar a dozen. Now, if he gives it to us for three or four dollars, we're we're happy. It's right? so, really crazy. So, so the, the, it, it's what people don't know that the poor people's food is more affected by this. Like right? the, the very basic foods, such as eggs, such as potatoes. Yeah. If potatoes has gone from fifty cents a pound to two dollars right. a pound, the flour, the, the flour. sugar. So I was I was in gourmet glut. I don't know. Could have been six months ago, eight months ago, and. You know, I'm close with the administration there and the, the, the guys, the managers. And they showed me, one of the guys showed me the, the bill for flour, for, for the baked goods that they have. Went up. His cost alone, the 30% on flour. 30%. Yes. So that, of course, the colors are going to go up in price. Of course, they're not looking to gouge. Like, the, 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 no one's looking to get, I mean, you know, it is a business, but no one's looking to go crazy pr- price gouging it's just that's what it costs all the stores and, and, and that, i'm not even talking kosher like across the board right, right. so so we, what we try to do is do a lot of we try to buy a lot of closeouts to get a lot of like things that are let's say dated and the company has too much produce too much and things like that so we try to get a lot of foods that we can get for cheap we could do a lot of food rescue you came to us one year at rosh hashanah to the farmer's market where we rescued food like there's yeah. all kinds of different things what what does rescued food mean tell uh, tell everyone what's rescued food how do we, we know what a rescued dog is what's rescued food right so so, so then people think of a soup kitchen we need to buy food we need to buy food to give people food but also we could get food for free Sometimes it's simple donations. Sometimes it's because the manufacturer or the farmer thinks that it's going to go to the garbage and they give it to us instead of that. So let's say... We're rescuing. Literally uh, rescuing, rescuing food from the garbage. That's bin. exactly the term. Food rescue. So food rescue means we rescue the food from being thrown away to put it into people's stomachs. So that's the idea. Like, like So in a very perfect world, let's say... It, there's a farmer's market. At the end of the day, the farmers don't want to take back those produce. We take it to Masbia. And how and do you know if, if, if someone's coming? 
So, yeah. So the, you know, that someone's got something for you. How do you know Farmer Joe has... Exactly. How does he know to call Alex? So, so yeah. So, the more you're out there, the more you're out there, the more people know, the more... Yeah, so we get a lot of calls that don't end up working, like something, you know, is it really past the expiration date or has some issues, is not kosher or, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things like that. Sometimes things... People reach us, reach out to us all the time. They go to mustbea.org, info mustbea.org, just call the, the, the main number. They, they, they reach out to us in many ways. The big manufacturers by now, the kosher ones, know us. We're now here in Keiko. There are months that they send us trailer loads of such scenarios, of Thank such you, items. Thank you, Keiko. We, we also buy from them here a lot of items. So... Um, for now, for Yomtev, you can imagine that we have trailer loads of grape juice that we bought now for, um, to be able to give so many families for Yomtev. So, so it's a combination of a lot of things together that enables us to do this. But yes, the one of the the biggest month of the year is Pesach, right? Before Pesach, that's our biggest distribution. But second to the biggest is the month of Tishrei. And the difference between the month of Tishrei and Pesach, the Tishrei... The need is somewhat greater when you counter in that there is more days away from school for the kids, more days of not working. So a lot of the right. families who are at the brink, they're somewhat in, somewhat out. They're, they don't need charity all year round, but they just about need some help at some time. This is when, what well, you said before, where the older Yom Tovim are cooking days, where you can cook on Yom Tov means it takes away work days, which means a lot of people end up um, needing extra help. And then there is just the people who just need a yount of meal. And then there's the old, the elderly, the frail. What I noticed also a lot of our Yom Tovim meals are um, women, a lot of women, they just want to come and hear the Zmiras, just get that yount of feel. It's not like they can't have a bilka at home and a little fish. And so have, they come down to Masbia? They come down to Masbia just to have that yount of environment, that yount of feel, that the, so there's there's a lot of that. There's a so lot. that that happens. The Shabbos must be a meals, which you started up again after Corona, are in the Borough Park branch. Yes. For the other sites, what we do is we give them out. So the day Flatbush before. Flatbush and Queens. And Queens, they we would prepare every other Shabbos at our Queens facility on Friday. And now it's going to be also the Sundays because, you know, Yom Tov is Sunday night. I know. It's going yeah. to be a lot of so, food. So people get a few meals for it. So there's some, you know, some gefilte fish and kugel and chicken and chicken soup. You know, the basic Shabbos foods, challah and grape juice. And, and people get it to go. Versus in Borough Park, they could actually come and sit in. The other nights were open in all locations for dinner, sit in all the time. We still allow takeout now, meaning say where people can take the cooked dinner out, because just like by, throughout COVID, it was a problem of having sit in, right? We allowed people to, you know, take the food out, although it's kind of hopefully behind us. We still didn't kind of stop that so people can still take food home. But then the biggest amount of food we give out is in the packages. The volume is in the packages, and that's where a family in need gets help. We work with groups such as Sister to Sister. Sister to Sister is a group of single mothers. Sure, and, I've and, done some work with them myself. And a very special group. So, so they, they give us the people from their lists who want help. We, we, we just go out to the general public and, and, and we're open at each location more than eight hours every day where people come and pick up. And there's many different scenarios of families who need help and we try to be there for them and we try to be there for them by getting the help of the public i like to say we're like the pony in the mall which you know more quarters you put in it shakes and sings old mcdonald right that's kind of the charity we are so that's the idea we invite people to go to masbia.org slash HH22, which is High Holidays 22. Ah. Okay. And, and, but they could also find, they could find your book if someone gives a donation and they go to masbia.org slash store. They could find your book. They could find Rifki's books. Rifki Spices. And, and even the spices are available. And it's interesting where when people get a book, right? The book stays. The spices people will finish, right? So they come again. 
Ah, so, so it's interesting. It's ongoing. Rifki, that's so, quite lovely for you. I love that. So, so even even quite recently, we still have, we, we did the book right when the, um, it came out. I remember it was such a good, it was so, so hot, it was off the shelves very quickly, and we had to do reprints and reprints. Baruch Hashem. And, 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 <laughs> no, no, we felt you. it. We felt it even for people who came online and, 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 and gave a donation to get the book, and they, they, we weren't able to fulfill it so fast. Mm-hmm. And then, even now, there's still a constant trickle of different books. Your book, uh, um, uh, and and Dini Klein, you did so. Dini? So recently, did Dini, recently right? we did Dini Klein's book. That we launched it just a couple of days ago. Her book was only released now. So and so Rory. Rory, Rory is it also very nice, very, very beautiful. We're still getting people for that, and and it. Oh, the, the good thing is it's always on our store, so we push it as it comes out, but then. It's there, and there's constantly a trickle of people just bra- um, browsing through our website and finding different gifts. Uh, there's even a gift to get a must be a apron or a must be a baseball cap. I have my my green <laughs> my green must be a relief hoodie from our trip okay, to Kentucky. Cool. I so love yes, that. And, and, and that's something else you you mentioned. There's a lot of a relief work that we did throughout this year. Yeah, uh, so, so I can't believe it's coming up in a year. I just spoke to to um. Um, the Seavers. Yeah. They asked me, they had some questions for me about kosher food that oh, they cool. needed for their daughters, who, her company. So wow. they called me. It was right after I'd spoken to you wow. the other day. I meant to wow. tell you. So we, we were, we, there was, so there was a Kentucky um, um, tornado in the beginning of the week, a year, and then there was, later now was a, a flood. So, right, so, so, so we were available to help them at both times. So, so there, there are people who like to help people in a crisis situation, in a natural disaster. So th- we have a special website for that. We, we raise money for that and end up responding. So we call it Must Be a Relief. So it's called MustBeARelief.org. So a lot of Kiddush Hashem, a lot of sanctification of God's name comes out where the Jewish community responds to different events, different things that are going on throughout. And, and, and everyone can just be involved. They don't have to do a lot. They can give a little. They can give a lot. But you can just help feed New York's hungry community, the community that really yes, and is the, there, it's here. And the worldwide the, relief. Look at how Alex always puts on the chat. Anybody ready to go to Kentucky? Anybody <laughs> ready to go? <laughs> right? Yeah. Louisiana, wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yes, and there's always people ready to go. It's very hard because these things are very like, random and pop up and right. kind of like it's very hard to know where we're going right. you have to be up to the challenge and to the, the you know, I also think that you, you really really made a tremendous Kiddush Hashem when all of the um, migrants were coming over yeah that was wonderful like with the shoes I remember you did a segment with yeah. somebody who donated shoes it's a very big deal sometimes and we, you know if you don't mind my interjecting sure. I, I did not mean to do that the beauty is that you do it with grace and give everybody their um, their their feeling of pride. They don't yeah. walk away feeling like they walk That's in with their hand thing. out. And I think that is the most beautiful thing that you showed the migrants that were coming were not necessarily people who came in shoeless or weren't groomed or beautiful. It was just circumstantial, and yeah. that's a beautiful Rifke, thing. Rifki, thank you for sharing that. That was really nice. Thank you. And, and yeah, and so, so for us, for now, what we're focused on most is the Tishrei. If people go to musbia.org slash HH22, which is High Holidays 22, there's options to sponsor the Rosh Hashanah meal, sponsor the pre Kipper, the post Kipper. I you, give if, every year Rosh Hashanah. I, oh, and, I, and a few it, times a year, but sure, always I'll make sure. Straight like, through the once year. I've, you know, I, I'll sit at my computer like two hours before Yontif. I've already had my shower, get, you know, getting ready. Wow. I'm like, okay, let's make this last pledge to Hashem that we are Teshuva Tefillah Tzedakah. That's it. As I go into Rosh Hashanah. There's a few organizations, must be as always number one. Exactly, and thank you for that. And let's say Sukkot, there's all the Ushpizen, right? So you could give in honor of somebody, like your name is Avram, your name is Yitzchak, you want to sponsor the Moshe meal or the Yosef meal. Oh, that's so cute. So there's all kinds of different reasons why someone will be connected to a different meal. We have that all on the website where you could designate not only the day, the meal, but even the site. Let's say I want to sponsor the Queens one because I live in Queens. I want to sponsor the Barbuck one because oh, I live in Barbuck. So nice. it's all broken down in a nice way where you could feel very connected to your sponsorship. 
That is beautiful. Very nice. Guys, this has been a wonderful 59 minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if I can just add one quick thing. Um, I neglected to say, and I really, I almost feel like humbled and like it's almost inappropriate after Alex's <laughs> presentation, but I did want to just put out there that with our gift sets, this is the larger set, which is the uh, seven ounce and the smaller box, our gift box of the four ounces. Um, and they're all available on our website. That's what, that's why we tied it all in. That's why I was like, oh my gosh, I never even yeah. told them it's available on our website on I have to get it, so we're going to have to okay. put it on. And also I'm, through mustbeard.org, like when you make a donation, you can yes. you can get Rifki Spice Collection. We'd like to thank our sponsors for today's show, Wazotsky Tea. Thank you very much. And Alex and Rifki, thank you so much. We have music sponsored by our friends at Geffen and uh, at Kedem. At Kedem, which is right across the street. I can see the Kedem office oh, right there. Awesome. Kedem so bottle. let's go make a lachaim. We, we can go make a lachaim <laughs> right there. Thank you. Got music uh, up up until lichbenching. i got to get that in there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Table for Two. Thank you for joining in for Season 11. We'll see you next week. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.